0: For Monday, November 15th, it's The Early Word from the WNYC Newsroom. I'm Lance Lucky, in for Isaac Davy Aronson with a look at this morning's top news stories the day ahead and reporting highlights from the WNYC News team. Coming up, Fred Mogul tells us New York will become the fifth state in the nation to ban caffeinated alcoholic energy drinks or what some call blackout in a can. And Mark Garber says Senator Schumer wants a federal investigation to get the lead out of some reusable grocery bags. We'll start with the morning's top headlines just ahead. The Early Word is a production of WNYC Radio. You can support this podcast by making a donation at WNYC.org, where you can also get the latest updates on this morning's headlines on the news page. President Obama is pointing to what he says is a promising step toward peace between Israel and the Palestinians. A new proposal from the U.S. aimed at reviving talks includes a 90-day ban on housing starts in West Bank settlements, but not in East Jerusalem. U.S. officials say Israel's prime minister has said he supports the plan and will try to get his cabinet to approve it. Republicans are still hoping for a permanent extension of the Bush tax cuts for the highest-income Americans. But for the lame-duck session of Congress that begins today, there's still a Democratic majority in the House as well as a Democratic president who's opposed to extending them for the top 2 percent of earners. So some leading Republican senators say a short-term extension of the tax cuts for the wealthiest may be the best they can hope for. A Mexican official says the floor of a resort hotel in Playa de Carmen on the Caribbean coast was hurled through the ceiling by the force of an explosion that left seven people dead, including five Canadian tourists. Authorities think an accumulation of gas caused it. A witness says it left a large crater. Two other Canadians suffered severe injuries and are listed in critical condition. News today that Japan's economy grew for a fourth consecutive quarter is being welcomed in major major Asian stock markets. They're higher after the better-than-expected results from Japan, where stronger spending by consumers and businesses sparked the continued growth. French President Nicolas Sarkozy has appointed a new government after a reshuffle aimed at pleasing his conservative backers before the presidential election in two years. Some faithful allies of the French leader were given top posts in a turn away from Sarkozy's outreach effort to leftists and centrists after he took office three years ago. The trial of New York Congressman Charles Wrangel gets underway in the House Ethics Committee today. For weeks, rumors have been swirling that Rangel would step down before the hearing, especially since Democrats lost the majority in the House. But WNYC's Ozzie Paberer reports that's less and less likely. What his people say is that his character and his personality will simply not let him do that because he feels he's not wrong. And again, stepping down sort of tarnishes his legacy. And after 20 years in Congress, that's one of the most important things that a lawmaker has is like their reputation and how they'll be remembered in history books. That's 20 terms in Congress, 40 years in all. Among other things, Wrangell is accused of failing to pay taxes on a property he rented out in the Dominican Republic and for using house stationery to solicit donations for a private fund in his honor. Public school advocates say Kathy Black, who's had a long, successful career as a publishing executive, should not be the city's next school's chancellor. Mayor Bloomberg chose Black to succeed outgoing Chancellor Joel Klein, who had been a corporate lawyer and U.S. Atis- assistant Attorney General, before taking the chancellor's job eight years ago. Julie Kavanaugh teaches at PS15 in Brooklyn and says all the teachers she knows oppose Black's appointment because she has no prior experience as an educator. We- go through a legal process, to be allowed to be left alone with children. This is a woman who cannot even be left in a room with a child legally, and we expect that she is going to oversee the education of 1.1 million children. But Mayor Bloomberg argues that Black's experience heading the Hearst Corporation would serve her well in leading an agency as large as the Department of Ed. Opponents say State Education Commissioner David Steiner should deny Black the waiver she would need to take office. School district superintendents are generally required to have certain minimum credentials, but the state authority has made exceptions in the past, as it did for Joel Klein. Next month, New Jersey will hold its first black bear hunt in five years. Larry Ragonis with the state's Department of Environmental Protection says the hunt is part of a larger plan that includes trash management, public education, and research. We are seeing many more bear-human interactions troubling situations of bears breaking into homes, attacking livestock, uh, and and bears uh, disrupting uh, things. Raganese says just last year, the state received over 3,000 bear complaints, and those included 255 serious reports like aggressive behavior, attacking pets, and attempted home entry. The New Jersey bear hunt takes place December 6th through the 11th. A British woman who was held captive along with her husband by Somali pirates for more than a year says their captors beat them. Rachel Chandler tells the BBC it happened after she and husband Paul resisted being separated by the pirates. She says they're okay now, despite being thin and exhausted. There were conflicting reports about how much ransom was paid. A group of local elders in Somalia said about $750,000 was paid for their release, with the Somali diaspora in England playing a key role in raising funds. At a news conference in Somalia before being flown to Kenya, Rachel Chandler said they're happy to be alive and desperate to see their family. And finally, New York Giants fans did not see a blowout but they did see a blackout. A power outage left nearly 81,000 people in total darkness for a few seconds Sunday at the new Meadowlands Stadium in New Jersey. Although backup lights came on quickly, the game was held up for 11 minutes due to insufficient lighting in the third quarter. That only further darkened the prospects for the Giants, who had trailed the Dallas Cowboys since late in the first quarter. The Cowboys went on to beat the Giants 33-20, to giving Dallas just their second win and first under new head coach Jason Garrett in his debut. But things were brighter for the Jets, who eked out their second straight overtime win, beating Cleveland 26-20. to Taking a look at the calendar this Monday, new member orientation begins for 85 Republicans and just nine Democrats in the U.S. House of Representatives. As the lame duck session gets underway... And as mentioned, the House Subcommittee on Standards of Official Conduct, better known as the Ethics Committee, begins its trial of Congressman Charles Rangel. You can catch those hearings on C-SPAN. Governor Patterson will deliver remarks this morning at the High Speed Rail 2010 conference at the New Yorker Hotel in Midtown. The Commerce Department releases a couple of key numbers this morning, retail sales figures for October and business inventories for September. And the U.S. Supreme Court will issue at least one opinion this morning, just some of what's happening this Monday. New York is banning a drink that combines alcohol and caffeine to pack what state authorities believe is a dangerous punch. It's called Four Loco, and WNYC's Fred Mogul reports that it's already illegal for sale in Michigan, Washington, Utah, and Oklahoma. It comes in these 23-and-a-half-ounce cans. They sell for about 2 dollars 5 and they have an alcohol content of 12 percent, comparable to four beers, according to the company's website. Some college students have been hospitalized after drinking Four loco, including in New Jersey, where one school banned it from campus. Over the weekend, Governor Patterson and the State Liquor Authority announced an agreement with Chicago-based Fusion Projects to stop shipping the drink to New York. The company says it wants to be known for cooperation, not controversy, An agreement was also struck between the state and its largest beer distributors to stop selling all caffeinated alcoholic beverages until the U.S. Food and Drug Administration reviews their safety. Senator Charles Schumer is calling for a federal investigation to get the lead out of some reusable grocery bags. WNYC's Mark Garber has more. Reusable grocery bags are thought to be a green way to keep the landfills clean. But are they? Schumer is asking the Food and Drug Administration, the Environmental Protection Agency, and the Consumer Product Safety Commission to follow up on a recent report in the Tampa Tribune that health officials are concerned about lead levels in certain types of bags. Schumer says that many of the reusable grocery bags sold nationwide are manufactured in China. and There's some fear that the lead in the bags could rub off on food when the bags are new, but the main concern is that when these bags eventually make it into landfills, they will accumulate and leach lead into the environment. For WNYC, I'm Mark Garber. Symphony orchestras and theaters have been capitalizing on New York's ease with Spanish. Now there's opera. That's music from Opera Hispanica, a company in its inaugural season performing only Spanish language works. Tonight, the group will be presenting a preview of its work at Barnard College. Daniel Frost-Hernandez is the founding director of the Opera Hispanica. He says the audience will be able to overcome any language barrier and connect to the material these compositions are based on universal issues that are obviously of global interest. They affect all of us. It is the perspective from a Latin American or Hispanic composer that makes it Latin American or, or Hispanic. On Friday, another Spanish-language opera, The Empty Hours, dealing with internet addiction, will have its world premiere at Lincoln Center. For more on Spanish-language opera, click on culture at WNYC.org. Wrap it up with The Gig Alert, and singer-songwriter Sufyan Stevens moving from analog-era synth horns towards splendidly layered vocals and interstellar vibes on this track, I Walked. Nufian Stevens performs tonight at the Beacon Theater on the Upper West Side. You can download this track from his October release, The Age of Ads, on our website. It's on our culture page. Just click culture at WNYC.org. You can learn more about all the stories you heard here, download more podcasts, and go in-depth with our Reporters on the News blog. That's all at our website, WNYC.org. You can hear us there 24 hours a day, as well as on the air at 93.9 FM and AM 820. From the WNYC Newsroom, I'm Lance Lucky. Have a great day. come to explain why I left such a dream.